When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. I'll tell you who's got the winner, and that'll be the managing director of New Zealand Bloodstock. It's where winning begins and winning stops and starts with Andrew Seabrook. He's he's a Melbourne Cup fanatic and he's on the ground and he's been good enough to join us bright and early out of the wonderful Victoria. Morning, Andrew. Yeah, good morning, boys. From a very, very wet and cold Melbourne morning. Oh, yeah. It was meant to be, they talk in hail, Andrew. They reckon there's, uh, yeah, you hopefully got to take an umbrella today. And uh, what do you think that does to the form of the cup? Well, it it's, uh, makes it really wide open because a lot of horses on a bulk-heavy track aren't going to get the two miles. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. It's, I mean, everyone over here is talking Dover Legend and Realm of Flowers, but... Double Legend, of course, has never been on a wet track, so uh, there's a query there, but um, it's going to be a, a, a testing old go, I'd say. So a few of the Kiwi breads won't, won't mind it, though, and it, it does make it wide open. Um, we'll, we'll start, we'll come back to the Kiwis, but we'll just start with the stay with the cup, because, Seebs, you've run your eye over well, probably every single Melbourne Cup race book since you've been alive. And lots have been made about the, the depth of this cup and whether it probably stacks up to years gone by. Is it fair to say it is a weaker edition? Yes, it is. It's definitely weaker. I mean, uh, there's no very elegant in there this year. You know, Louis that obviously won the race last year. It's, um, uh, apart from the double legend, um, who's, who comes down with very good European three-year-old form and just remember, um, listeners, when you're looking at the form, three-year-olds from Europe have got an incredible record in the race. They won in 2017, they won in 2018, they ran second in 2019 and third in 2020. So three-year-olds have got a great record from Europe in the race. But of the locals, yeah, it's, uh, it is a bit disappointing. Um, there, are, there are six Kiwi breeds in there, you know, which is incredible. Um, 26% of the field are Kiwis, um, quite amazing. And just quite might be quite interesting for your listeners, listeners Louis, is that Kiwis breeds have won 46 of the Melbourne Cup since 1862, so 28% have been won by New Zealand horses. So, wow. look, I'm not sure if we're going to win it today, but um, we've got 26% of the field, so we've got a chance. What makes them so good, Andrew? What makes a Kiwi breed so good um, in going over there and getting close to 30% of the, the chocolate? 
Uh, well, I mean, we just breed great stayers, always have. It's, it's, in our, it's in our bloodlines, it's in our environment, it's in the way our horses are trained and prepared by our great horsemen and women uh, that has that stood the test of time uh, going back to the, you know, the late 1800s. And uh, uh, it's just great because there, there was a couple of years there that we got down to only two or three runners. So marvellous to see six in today, including three by Tavistock. So... That's you know. Remember when Zabiel and Sir Tristram used to have a number of horses in the race. So great to see a, a Tavistock have three runners in there today. So you mentioned bloodlines, and and for a um, kind of wider listener base, Andrew, that isn't too up to up to date with the breeding, or, or maybe you haven't really thought about it. You know, enjoy a punt, but you don't necessarily look at the sire or the dam when you do it. Well, staying is obviously something that we've got a proud history at. And when you say bloodlines, does that just mean once upon a time that the stallions that were standing in New Zealand were themselves good stayers and they started throwing good staying horses that enjoyed the more distance and then they returned to stud? Or is it in the mares that they were breeding from? Like, How literally do you get those bloodlines that are rich in staying pedigree? Yeah, no, it's 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 both, Louis. So, you know, back in the day when we, we had those great stallions like your Sir Tristram, uh, your Nassipors, your Zamazans, your Noble Bijous, the summertimes, all those great horses that were imported from from Europe and America. They were they were staying horses, and uh, you know they travelled over over ground, and uh, they've been uh, you know in New Zealand. So when they have their sons and daughters, that just that just carries on, and um, you know it's what we breed, it's what we're good at. Whereas Australia have always concentrated on on speed, importing speed, and breeding from speed, and. Um, so that's why we're so successful when we come over here, and with Australia, don't don't breed many stayers, and and um, but no, it's it's through the through the stallions, through their sons, and through their daughters, and through their granddaughters, and it just it just carries on. And, uh, let's let's hope it does so for another hundred years. So is that yeah? Well, that was what I was wondering. Like, is that does that mean that it's something we will do for another hundred years, or like from what where you're sitting with New Zealand bloodstock and the trends you see come through your sale yards, and like you'll be able to. I mean, you, you've got an encyclopedic memory, so you can probably remember the lot numbers that a couple of these went through. But do we see less of those staying types? Are we drifting towards that Australian thirst for speed? We did for a little while, but we've we've gone back to our missing, um, and we're we're back to producing those really good middle distance and staying horses. Um, you know, it's what it's what we've been good at. I mean, it, it goes. It takes Sir Tristram, right? He said, so. So Tristram had had those great stayers, and then he left Sabiel, and then he left Savabiel. So then Savabiel, hopefully, he's going to lead the next great st- uh, you know middle distance staying stallion, um, and it'll just carry on like that. So um, I mean, like and and and. Tavistock, who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Hopefully, he's got a son, Tarzino, who, of course, left a Derby and Oaks winner in, in, in his first crop. So that, that's continuing on. Um, and you've got horses like Shocking, and um, yeah, it's it's um, it's really encouraging at the moment. It's what Australians want to come to New Zealand to buy. You know, those nice, and it's not just a staying horse; it's middle distance too. It's you know, it's your it's your two thousand, your sixteen hundred plus. You know, it's. Um, so I think it's, uh, it's exciting for the future, what we're, what we're breeding at the moment. It certainly is, and I'm rubbing my hands together. Can't wait. Tay, just tell us, Andrew, what's the chatter on the ground like about how well the Kiwis have been um, performing throughout the spring? Oh, it's, it's huge. I mean, that's it's why I'm over here, really, is, is you know just subtly promoting New Zealand horses and, 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 and trying to get them to come to the sales at Ready to run sale and yearling sales at Cracker in January, and it's it's pretty easy. I don't have to do much because mm. our horses are going so well. Of course, we won the Derby on Saturday with a with a son of our Manzor, 
Um, so that's really encouraging. Um, you know, we won the won the rich, rich, second richest race in the world with uh, the Saddlebell horse. I wish I win the Golden Eagle on Saturday. That's uh, everyone's just really psyched about the New Zealand horses at the moment. Of course, because the border's been closed, they haven't been here for a couple of years to 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 Karaka and. They can't wait to get over there. So I think we're in for an exciting couple of months with the sales ahead of us. Actually, um, Natalie Young told us this uh, anecdote on Saturday morning, and uh, you'll probably find it interesting. She was speaking to David Eustace about just what's going on at the moment and, and whether he was going to cover without coming back to the ready to runs. And he, he mentioned last year just how tricky it had been with passports and stuff and COVID, that sort of thing. And they hadn't ended up um, purchasing that many or hadn't really gone that deep. And then looking towards this year's Derby field, the Ma Eustace barn strangely didn't have a runner in it in the Derby, which is bizarre, right? Because they they are especially a stable that do enjoy those staying types. So, like, I think that's just one short anecdote, but it definitely is connected to those big staying races. It's pretty obvious where you want to shop. And this year, I'm sure we've got some new stallions that are will be putting their hands up at your ready-to-run sale. I think of the Satono Aladdins, um, Tarzino, as you, as you mentioned. But there is an exciting crop of younger stallions just to spice up the buying market. Is that fair to say? Yeah, very fair to say. But a few years ago, we had, we had 13 new sires come in, um, in in one year, which was really high. We usually only have five or six new stallions. So we had 13 well-credentialed stallions come in. They're, they're starting to come through now. Um, so it was great to see, you know, uh, our man's all in the derby on Saturday. And you saw Tarzino, who we mentioned, Satona Legend, uh, Aladdin, you, you just talked about then. It's, it's, it's exciting. We haven't seen this uh, spread of stallions, uh, these promising stallions, for, for quite some time. Um, and the Australians are recognising that. It's, uh, it's great. The, t- the talk over here and the positivity coming out of the Aussies' mouth is fantastic. Hey Andrew, what about uh, just talking about COVID and and how the borders have been shut down for the last three years? Have you enjoyed being back over there, Melbourne, with a, with a oh. carnival? How's it, what's it been like? I can answer it for him. Of course, he has. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's been great. Actually, I managed to catch up with uh, Hutch last night for a couple of drinks, boys. So uh, uh, he says hello. But um, no, it's 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 great being over here. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's the best time of the year being in Melbourne. Um, I, I know there's a lot of talk and what have you about the Everest and what have you these days, the big sprint race in Sydney, but it, Melbourne's still still, still the greatest uh, week, the Derby and Cup week, and everyone's in town. And Unfortunately, the weather's no good today, but we'll be all right sitting up there in, uh, inside somewhere. But it's, uh, <laughs> you haven't it's seen, a, a you great haven't time to be here. And, uh, you haven't seen that? Izzy rolling around, have you? Oh, he would have heard him. I have, yeah. I, actually, <laughs> I managed to catch up with Izzy on, um, on, on Thursday night, and... Uh, he had a couple of beers with Izzy, and of course he had his horse run on Saturday. I haven't seen him since uh, since Pungo's run, oh, but no. uh, he'll keep, he'll be a good he'll be a good horse in the autumn. Don't worry about that. Yes, he, he will be. And do you know what? I just was watching a form show yesterday. They said that that race rated off the charts. They ran really fast time. No winner really won off the top all day as well. He was probably a bit vulnerable. Probably would have liked a little bit of cover in hindsight, but it was the first race of the day, so he will keep. All right, Sebs, we've. Um, We've had you on the line long enough without just asking. Uh, declare, declare it. Declare the twenty twenty two one. Come on, I know you want to. Well, yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, <laughs> I, I did back Global Legend um, a couple of weeks ago at nine dollars. Um, he's now to three dollars seventy. So I'm sticking with him. Uh, I also backed Realm of Flowers at fourteen dollars. She's now into nine dollars fifty, I think. 
But the, the way to play it today, you you just got to box a few up. You've just got to box a few up and trifectas and first fours and, and, and have a bit of a lash. Um, so I'll, I'll be playing around those two and, and then and probably taking those two to win and then I'll be taking sort of six or seven to run second, third and fourth and hoping we can snag the, the first four and walk away with a couple of grand. I don't know. Is there anything better than first class? What are you usually... What, how, you, you, <laughs> a f- private plane home? No, no. Hey, tra- cost of travel these days is absolutely ridiculous. So we, we'll be sitting down the back uh, unless we get the first four. But <laughs> I, now the best Kiwi chance today, I, I think... If it gets a real bog and really heavy, please don't leave out Stockman, number nine. Do not leave out Stockman because if it gets a real, real test, yeah, uh, he will. He will. He's a swimmer and he'll go two miles. Um, he's by Tavistock out of the really good mare Crimson. Um, so yeah, he's he, he's a roughie, but big chance if it gets. Really testing. Well, he's actually, you're right, he's rough, but he's firm in the market, probably for that reason. They're keeping him safe. He's right on that $20 mark. Um, Seebs, well found. Thank, he, yeah. th- thank you for your time yeah. this morning. Say g'day. Give Bears a cuddle for us. We had Richie on just before, and he says g'day as well. So one big family. We'll, um, we'll see you when you're back in New Zealand for the ready-to-runs and then the Karaka sales as well. We'll make sure we come out and say g'day. Good on you guys. Thanks a lot. Good luck. Andrew Seabrook, Manager Director of New Zealand Bloodstock. Well for knowledge. Yep. We're going out there to do some breakfast shows out there for sure, mate, in the Karaka sales. Um, well, stopping mate. at the Double Tree by Hilton. Mac is across the road yeah. for Joe. As he, he knows his chef. Get him mate, his kids yeah, with, it's kids getting meal. better. <laughs> Come he, back with a couple. <laughs> hey, um, Nine, Stockman. Tell you what, those colours at the moment are flying. It's a twilight bet, that one. Private remember. Eye is one of the better horses in Australia. And Stockman, the only the only issue I have with Stockman, if, even if it's wet, is barrier two. Those inside draws in the Melbourne Cup field can be devastating because, and there's actually a really good text here. I like the early crow market today at the TAB has on offer. So that's essentially the first past the post the first time. Mm. So they start down the straight and essentially it's just a race to who can get to the fence. And he says Knight's order here is the early speed. Always lead, drawn wide, so we'll have to work early to cross, and it should be the leader first time past the post, TAB $4. Now, it's a good message, and that's exactly why Stockman and some of those on the inside, you imagine it where they all start straight, and then you imagine it like you're folding a pop-up tent or something, and it goes like that. They all try and converge. Yeah, the ones will kick up on the inside, but these ones on the outside get scrubbed up to get there. The only thing I'd say about that text, there might have been a little bit of bully about Serpentine wanting to get on the speed as well. And that some of those horses that are wider in the market like Serpentine, their only real chance is to get up on the pace and just slog it out. But I love your message. And Kimpy, your Twilight Zone bet is well on track. In it. That's looking real good. And some good judges too coming through picking those horses. So thanks for visiting me last night, Baz. Really appreciate it, brother. And Kay of Nile, uh, has the Melbourne Cup ever been cancelled because of the track's too heavy? Come on. It ain't that heavy over there. Never. Never. And it won't. Have and you seen Aussie races? Like, even the even they have races over there where they can't even see the race, the commentators, and they just start telling jokes until it comes into the picture in the last 200 metres. Yeah. It's, they it, never cancel races in Aussie. And the other thing is, Kay, the Flemington track, this isn't, no offence, but like, 
Oh, actually, I'm not going to say a track because somebody will get offended. No, that's right. Don't, don't say <laughs> it. That's a, that's a, bo- that's a, a box of birds, that one. You'll open it up. There'll be yeah. someone coming in on the back of it. That's right. Um, look, this isn't just your average track. This is Flemington. Hey, Mark, you're not the first person to ask about the Quaddy, quaddy Crash. Quaddy Crush. Yeah. <laughs> you're on fire today. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, the Quaddy Crush. Yeah, you're just gonna have to keep that hundred dollars in your account. You'll know because we'll get you a you get a confirmation letter, and um, your money won't be there. So please just be patient. I know it's Melbourne Cup day, and you want to have a bet. And look, if you spend it, you spend it. But please make sure you stay patient with the Quaddy Crush. That they will be taking the hundred dollars out. Just a little bit of delay. It's a very busy time of year. Pauline Wadi will tell you all about why after this. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after ten thirty a.m. for a limited time only.